your hosts Jeannie Walters and Adam Toporek are two of the most recognized and respected names in customer experience, and they've dedicated themselves to helping you improve your customer experiences. And now, it's time for Adam and Jeannie. So Adam, I think it's fair to say we're in the gig economy now, and my question for you is, is Crack the Customer Code a good gig for you? (laughs) You know, I think there's been a lot of commentary about the average rate of pay in the gig economy. Uh, (laughs) How's this pay? And since we do this for free, sort of, (laughs) we have sponsors and things like that. But uh, yeah, I don't know. It's a good gig because I get to spend time with you, Jeannie. And that's what really matters is the quality of the people you work with. (laughs) See what I did there? You like that? Yeah, Yeah, I did. Of course. Of course, I like it. Uh, (laughs) Well, I think, you know, the gig economy, the sharing economy, the freelance economy, whatever you want to call it. Um, it certainly has taken over in ways that I think we didn't expect as, as a general rule. And one of the interesting questions that comes up here is, how does that affect the customer experience? And so I thought it was interesting enough that we should kind of talk about the different ways that maybe there are limitations around delivering a great experience with it. And also there might be some opportunities as well. So what do you think? Are you, uh, are you a consumer of some of these brands that? Of course. Who isn't yeah. really nowadays? But so I think we should start with the fundamental principle first. Mm-hmm. And the fundamental principle is this. Subcontractors represent your brand just like employees. Yep. Okay. And that is something that I think is a mental and a cultural issue for a lot of companies. They don't think of it that way. I mean, obviously, I'm sure we're getting, if we're talking gig economy, we'll be talking about ride sharing. Well, they mm-hmm. have nothing but contractors. But in a lot of organizations, you have contractors and employees. You have contractors mm-hmm. that perform certain tasks, maybe like, you know, if you're doing B2B, like software implementation, you may bring in people for the implementation, but they may not be on your staff. Uh, I have a horror story on my uh, website. Go to customersatsick.com and I just search for a subcontractor. I don't remember the name of the title, but it was a hotel we were staying at when we went uh, on a vacation and we were almost killed uh, on one of those like excursions by a driver. Oh my goodness. And it was a, and the whole thing was how subcontractors represent your brand. So I mm-hmm. think we need to start with this fundamental principle that just because someone's not an employee doesn't mean they are not as integral to the experience. Mm-hmm. And as representative of your brand to the customer as an actual employee. Absolutely. And I think that's the friction point because as much as, you know, to the customers, it doesn't matter if they're subcontractors. It doesn't matter if they are, uh, you know, freelancers to the brand. If they are representing your brand, that is the customer experience. And Chrissy Teigen or Teigen, depending on <laughs> I've never heard it called it. Ta- said Tigan in my life, but go ahead. Well, here's the funny part. She came out and said that's how it's pronounced. Oh, and cool. so now, well, yeah. Anyway, um, I love her. I think she's great. Uh, and she had this funny story where she ordered from one of those grocery ordering services. And instead of getting um, five limes, she got five bags of limes. <laughs> so suddenly she had 200 limes. And she that's a lot of limes. Yeah, she did this whole thing where she made a bunch of key lime pies and she was trying to figure out what else to make and she got all of her followers kind of reacting to it. But it's a great example where some, you know, it was a 
contractor who was doing the delivery. They messed up, but it's still part of the experience, right? And so I think when we are looking at this, that's the friction point, because if we are trying to deliver a customer experience that is exceptional, we have acknowledged on this program and throughout many different ways that employees are a you know, an integral part of that and training the employees the right way is a huge part of that and making sure they understand things like their customer experience mission and all these things that we talk about. So how can we do that with contractors when technically you are really not allowed to say to them, you have to do this training, it's mandated. You cannot do that according to the law. And so what you can do is make some suggestions, (laughs) some recommendations, But you can't necessarily um, hold them accountable for that type of training. And I think that's a really interesting question that we haven't spent a lot of time thinking about because in the past, we didn't have so many of these relationships out there. We had the occasional B2B contractors. We had, you know, maybe retail staffing, um, holiday staffing, things like that, but not to this level where it's hard to have a customer experience now without um, engaging with a company that has these contractors. So I think training is a huge part of it, but it's also how do you get them to want to take the training? Well, it's and control. I, I mean, that it's not just training, mm-hmm. right? It, it's control over so many aspects, including scheduling. Yep. Um, and, you know, when you think about Uber and Lyft and some of these companies, They've got such a large pool. They've got different ways they incentivize to meet mm-hmm. demand uh, using technology. But a lot of companies that use subcontractors don't have uh, that technology or that ability in their business model. And scheduling is a big uh, challenge in subcontracting, mm-hmm. right? When you're using mm-hmm. subcontractors because you uh, can't force them to meet a schedule. Uh, right. So that, right. And so that, that, I mean, there's so many aspects of control. I mean, and we'll, I think that is even the fundament, the most fundamental tension is what do we talk about when we talk about customer experience? What we're trying to do is control every bit that we can, because so much mm-hmm. of it is, is out of our control. And by choosing subcontractors over employees, and I'm not saying that you shouldn't be doing that. There's obviously a million dimensions to that decision, but immediately just by choosing subcontractors subcontractors over employees say that's three times fast you're giving up control of perhaps the most important experiential element your people right right and i think part of it too is you know in order to have that control we need to have an understanding of what um what they're doing and and that means holding them accountable with some of that technology and saying okay it looks here like you know, you've had all these bad reviews. Now we we have something to use to really make sure that we're controlling the customer experience. We have standards around the kind of feedback we get from customers. And so setting those parameters can really help, but it also sets people up to, um, you know, they have to agree that, okay, you're going to let people review me. You're going to, you know, have access to this information. So there, there's all sorts of setup around that too, in order to get the right feedback back. Right. And by um, the way, every state is different and consult your yeah. attorney, neither yes. Jeannie nor I are attorneys. So anything we're saying about subcontractors is just general commentary. <laughs> and <laughs> that's right. 
you can, you can tell who's talked to way too many lawyers in his business career. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I would I would even add that I mean that's the what you know the one thing you sort of can control for mm -hmm. the most part, which is the performance of the job. Right. right. Because that that's what they're supposed to be doing. You can have standards for what that performance is. And as a subcontractor, they sh they must meet those standards and to continue to be contracted with. Mm -hmm. uh, that's pretty much, you know, again, consult your attorney, uh, your, your, <laughs> your, your area of greatest control. I mean, the yeah. stuff we the other stuff, scheduling and training and all of the mm -hmm. things that go into them, you know, the idea of a subcontractor is I hire a plumber to do plumbing because they know how to do plumbing. Right. But now right. we're hiring somebody to work full time for us yeah. in something that was traditionally a job, like driving a car or a taxi or whatever, right? Yep. Um, and that's where it gets so fuzzy because you're really, it's, there's a lot of gray in there, both legally and uh, from the standpoint of CX control and CX mm -hmm. delivery. And I think part of this is really about communication because I think sometimes we think of contractors as, okay, you come in, you do a job, you leave. But there are all of these ways that you can set them up for success and make sure that they understand here are the standards for our customer experience. Here, here is what we're looking for. Here are the things that you can do in order to get those great reviews. So that tying that piece of communication with here's what is in it for you, contractor, is so important. I think a lot of times we skip that step. And I also think we assume a lot of knowledge. I mean, think about when you start a job and you're there and the first like few weeks are just kind of absorbing information, figuring out the lay of the land, understanding how do people communicate here? What's the culture like? We have to give all of that information to contractors too, so that they can succeed. Because if we have a great training program, for instance, or if we have great tools for them to use when they're doing their jobs, if they don't know about those, <laughs> then that's not doing anybody good. So it's really important, I think, to set those standards to communicate, and then to keep communicating because contractors are going to dip in and out just by the nature of the relationship and making sure that everybody understands what is the experience that we're trying to deliver is so important and critical in order to get there. But to your point, I think understanding that these this is part of the experience. So you have to own it still too. You can't just say like, Oh, sorry about that terrible experience, customer. You know, we've got all these contractors. They don't know what they're doing. <laughs> like, yeah, that's, that's, that's not work when your when your whole company is nothing but contractors. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, great. So the next one's going to be better? No, not really. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> not so much, but you know, you you should still give us a pass either way. Yeah. Well, just just make a bunch of key lime pie like Chrissy Teigen did. Yeah, that's pretty hey, you'll funny. Be fine. <laughs> uh, now I want key lime pie. I'm down here in Florida. We got some good key oh, lime pie. I'm just there saying. There you go. Yeah. But yeah, yeah I mean, the thing, it, one of the areas, the challenges with this is, is the law really hasn't kept up. Mm -hmm. And may, maybe some people would argue that the law has kept up, that they should all be employees and it's, mm -hmm. the law is fine. So I'm not really taking a stand on that, but there's obviously, you know, when you talk to my Uber driver or whatever, a couple of weeks ago, how long you've been driving for Uber? Four years. Wow. Okay. It's hard to imagine that, you know, somebody doing a very narrow job mm -hmm. in a very, you know, in one little city and this huge national, you know, international company 
and it's a four-year gig and that's a contractor, right? It's just yeah. not the traditional view of a contractor. Yep. Um, yep. So yeah, we it is the brave new world, wild, wild west. Uh, and all we can leave you with is this, get as much control as you can, uh, mm-hmm. as your lawyer will allow you, uh, hint, hint. <laughs> um, but you know, you know, just always remember your subcontractors as far as your customers are the same as your employees. They represent mm-hmm. your brand. They are part of the experience. They can create make or break moments in your experience and do everything you can to make sure you have service standards and that they are part of your entire customer journey. Yes. Yes. And set those standards, communicate, 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 because most people want to do a good job. So I think that's a nice happy note to leave it. Yeah, You know what you do a good job of Jeannie? What? Taking, taking us away. (laughs) And so here we go with that. Thank you so much for listening to Crack the Customer Code. We are a proud member of C-Suite Radio, so be sure to check out all the great business content at c-suiteradio.com and c-suitetv.com. We appreciate you spending your valuable time with us. I'm Jeannie Walters, and you can learn more about me and our journey mapping programs customer experience training and speaking at experienceinvestigators.com. And I'm Adam DePork, and you can learn more about us, our keynote speaking, customer service, training, and CX strategic advisory at customersthatstick.com. Until next time, take care of yourself. And take care of your customers. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.